Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah! It's time to wake up. It's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show, your early morning shot of sports on 95.7 The Game. Oh, yes. Let's go. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the pregame show. I am Joe Spadoni, and thank you so much, whether you're getting off work, getting on work, getting ready for school. Maybe you're just a loyal follower and you downloaded that Odyssey app and favorited 95.7 The Game. Thank you for joining me this morning. Be careful if you are here listening throughout the bay. It is wet. It is a little rainy. It's windy. As always, be safe on those roadways. Don't rush on those roadways. It could seem like you need to get to work right on time, but you know what? Just sometimes, just take the easy way. Relax. Slow down. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Well... What's not slowing down in the NFL is quarterback signing. And it's going to start ramping up here in the next week, folks. You're starting to see all the tags getting placed, the transition, the franchise, what have you. Today is the deadline for all those, for the tags. So you may see some last-minute ones. You may see some ones that surprise you. And you're going to start seeing some names trickle out that are going to be available starting next week which is when free agency starts in the NFL, and that is where we're going to start today. And if you would like to get involved in the conversation, as always, it is 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570 is the number. Xfinity Mobile Text Line, text me there. YouTube, Twitch, hello, how you doing? Hit me up on there. Hit me up on Twitter, at Spadoni underscore Joe, if you would like to get involved in the conversation. It all started yesterday. At around, what, 9 or 8 o'clock, somewhere around there, Derek Carr signs a four-year, $150 million deal. $100 million of that is guaranteed with the New Orleans Saints. He reunites with Dennis Allen, who drafted him back with the Oakland Raiders back in 2014. And it's pretty wild to see his career arc, and it all comes back to Dennis Allen, a guy in which he never won a game under, if you remember and if you followed this team here in Oakland, they didn't win a game until uh, Tony Sperano, I believe. And they had to uh, bury a football to, go, to get that one done. And it was in the rain against the Kansas City Chiefs. C.O. Moore, Khalil Mack, the celebration, Justin Tuck to save the day. We get all that 
RIP Tony Sperano, by the way. I'm going to mention him. So Derek Carr reunites with Dennis Allen in a weak division. Yeah, NFC South. It stinks. Derek Carr is immediately the best quarterback in said division. Something he hasn't been able to say, man, throughout his entire career? I mean, just look at the AFC West since he's been there. I'm trying to think. Peyton Manning, right? He was easily the best in that division with the Broncos. I mean, are you taking Alex Smith early in his career? Probably still over Derek. And then you got, what, Patrick Mahomes? Easily. Justin Herbert? Easily. So, yeah, Derek Carr, for the first time in his career, I want to say, is the best quarterback in his division, which is wild. And he couldn't say that in the AFC. No, 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 no. If he was going to the AFC East and he was linked to the New York Jets, he would not have been labeled that. There's Josh Allen. If he was going to go to, let's say, the NFC East, and the Washington Commanders were going to look at him, uh, no, Jalen Hurts, and I'm probably taking Dak Prescott over him too. It's a toss-up with Dak, but I'm still probably taking Dak over Derek. And then you just look at the NFC South and the teams that were linked to him, obviously the Saints, and then the Panthers. And either way, you're probably going to be the best quarterback in that division. So Derek Carr, he heads to the Saints. Geno Smith! You know Geno. He didn't write back. Well, he's writing on that contract now as he re-signs with the Seattle Seahawks. Three years, $105 million for Geno Smith. He remains in the division. I don't know if that precludes the Seattle Seahawks from selecting another quarterback in that first round. We shall see, but good for Geno and good for the 49ers, to be quite honest. Love you, Geno. But uh, he doesn't really strike fear into me as we saw in that playoff game. They had a lead at halftime, but we saw what happened in that second half. Ultimately coughed up that game for the Seattle Seahawks. A couple other news and notes from around the league yesterday. I, I'm telling you, it's going to start happening fast here, folks, around the NFL. And we're going to get into the whole Trey Lance dynamic here. Michael Silver wrote an article yesterday for the Chronicle. And people were inferring, if you will, reading into things, whether Trey Lance is truly the guy next year, whether they bring in a guy to actually compete for that starting role. So we're going to touch on that in a second. But some other news and notes. The NFL reinstated Calvin Ridley. He's going to be eligible to play for the Jaguars next year. You remember Calvin Ridley? The guy that got suspended for a season because he bet on his own team? Yeah, he's back. Former Atlanta Falcons wide receiver, that dynamic duo that was with Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, back with Matt Ryan. A couple of franchise tags, Cowboys tag, running back Tony Pollard. You saw him up close and personal when he played against the 49ers, had that gruesome injury and had to leave that game. Raiders tag Josh Jacobs, smart, best running back in all of football last season, first team all pro, smart move there. They're looking to hopefully make a deal happen within these next few days or during the free agency period. They got until July 17th to make something happen long-term before they just have to run on that franchise tag. And then the Jaguars, again, they tag Evan Ingram. Chiefs won't tag left tackle Orlando Brown, and you start seeing some of these names that are going to be released. And if you're the 49ers, you better be sniffing around them. You absolutely better be sniffing. There's Eric Kendricks, Bud Dupree, Frank Clark is an interesting name. Controversial, but very good. Leonard Floyd getting up there. Robbie Anderson. Damian Wilson. So there's going to be some guys here in this next week, and you're going to start seeing some more names again trickle and trickle out 
that could be available. You saw Derek Henry's name getting linked out there yesterday. I heard was listening to Bonte Hill and Joe Shasky, as I always do, because <laughs> I'm running the board for him. But they were talking about the combination of potentially Derrick Henry with Christian McCaffrey. That would give me nightmares. Give me absolute nightmares. Would he fit in Kyle Shanahan's scheme? Hell, Derrick Henry will fit anywhere. He's Derrick freaking Henry, one of the greatest running backs I've ever seen. Just a physical beast. And you get him, which is the brute force combined with the quickness and speed of Christian McCaffrey. Night-night, if you're a defense and you're trying to scheme up against that. So that's an interesting name being floated out there. And again, it's all going to start ramping up more and more starting next week. It's like Christmas. I always look at NFL free agency like Christmas time because all this crazy stuff's going to happen. And it's Christmas specifically for a sports talk radio host because you start getting more and more content. And we started getting that yesterday with Derek Carr heading to the Saints. And it's interesting because he was never going to be that guy in his own division. He's got Patrick Mahomes, already one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's got Justin Herbert. He's the young guy. And you just look at that conference, and he got Josh Allen. And he got Joe Burrow. And again, you have your own division. And I just mentioned, you have Lamar Jackson. And we'll wait to see what happens there. That's getting a little interesting. He could be on the market. But for the right now, you have Lamar Jackson in there. Right? Trevor Lawrence now. He is trying to make a name for himself. He just had one of the greatest comebacks in the history of the playoffs. So you're not winning there. Well, let's look over in the NFC. Okay, who are the top quarterbacks there? Well, we got Jalen Hurts, obviously, who's in the Super Bowl. Hell of a year, hell of an accomplishment. Was probably going to be the MVP if he didn't get hurt. You got Dak Prescott, who I mentioned. You got Kirk Cousins. Matt Stafford. Okay. And Brock Purdy? We can toss him in there after eight games? Okay, if you want. He's going to have surgery, by the way, this Friday. It is being reported from multiple sources. So good luck there for Brock Purdy. Hope everything goes well. I hope it doesn't get pushed back again. There was reports that it was supposed to be Wednesday, and then they updated it to Friday. So hopefully everything goes well for Brock down in Arizona getting that surgery with Dr. Keith Meister. So we shall see and report the latest going on there. But again, you're just looking at that NFC landscape as far as it goes with quarterbacks and it's kind of just wide open right and if you're the 49ers and you're looking at this conference and you're going to the next year potentially in this first few games or hell maybe the whole year depending on how the surgery goes with trail uh with uh, brock purdy but you're looking at trey lance being that guy and you need a backup for him you need a backup and michael silver wrote in the san francisco chronicle and he's our 95-7 the game, 49ers insider. He was talking about, you know, the possibility or kind of insinuating that Trey Lance is not really the first choice, not really the second choice, maybe. That maybe it is Brock Purdy, then they sniff around Tom Brady. And that was a name being floated out throughout the NFL combine that teams don't think are done. You know, Rich Eisen was on his show. On the NFL Network, and he was talking about what I heard and what I was hearing from people is that they don't think Tom Brady's done. They're hearing could be the Miami Dolphins, could be the 49ers. Tom Brady's saga is never going to end. You know, Josh McDaniels, he was on, he was doing a bunch of rounds as all most of the coaches were who were there last week. He was obviously 
former OC for Tom Brady for most of his career, has a very close relationship with him. He believes it's done. And I think I am inclined to agree with Josh because that was the team, the Raiders, that were all in on Tom. They were so in on him as this season was ending. And then he finally dropped that bye-bye video on the beach with the sand. And the rest was history. And he was done. Well, is he? John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, you guys still sniffing around? I know John Lynch alluded to in his uh, presser last week during the combine that he shared some conversations with Tom and he's not going to reveal that and stuff like that. So we'll see. That story just won't die. But the more those stories don't die, it does intimate to me that they are not sold on Trey Lance. And how could you be? You don't know the guy. You don't know what you have yet. But at the same time, what are we going to find out? Sooner or later, you just got to toss this kid in. And you got to see what he does. I understand this is a Super Bowl window right now. I understand you have the most talent you've ever had on the offensive side of the football. McCaffrey, Kittle, Debo, Ayuk. We get all that. And I would like to see what Trey Lance can do with all those guys. Don't get it twisted. We didn't get to see what he did with Kittle last year or McCaffrey. I don't know what he can be with those guys. I would like to see it. I would like to see all those first-round investments that you gave up for the guy pay off. So can we do that, please? Can we? Is that asking too much here? Hamza Raja on the YouTube chat. Hit me up there on YouTube. Appreciate all you guys listening. EJ, El Guero. Appreciate all y'all. Hamza Raja. Shut it, Joe. Everyone and their dog knows 49ers ain't sniffing a Super Bowl win anytime soon. Stop being desperate. Brady gone. He ain't coming to save y'all. I don't know who y'all is. I'm not a 49er fan. I just cover the team for 95-7 the game. Call it like I see it. They are in a Super Bowl window, Hamza, whether you like to admit it or not. They were a game away from going last year, and they have been in the NFC Championship three of the last four years. So they are one of the premier uh, teams, not only in the league, but in the NFC Championship, NFC. So, yes, I do believe their Super Bowl window is right now, and it could close fast. And hell, it could have already closed. Sometimes that just happens, and that's the way the cookie crumbles. Shout out Bruce Almighty. So, yes, it is incumbent on John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan to see what they have with Trey Lance this year. It is. You need to see what you got with them. And I'm tired of just putting the Band-Aid over the problem. And that would be a great Band-Aid if it was Tom Brady. Maybe it wouldn't even be a Band-Aid. Maybe it'd be a whole, what is that, gauze wrap, whatever... Free, freeze it, whatever you need to do. Super glue. I don't know what you need to do over the wound. But whatever analogy I'm trying to make, Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. And yes, if he wants to play this year, I am with arms wide open, shout out Creed, accepting him. At the same time, that means I think you got to move on from Jay Lance. You got to move on from him. At that point, right? Because you figure if you're bringing in Tom Brady, and a lot of you are saying, well, you keep Trey as the backup. Okay. And then what are you going to do? This next year? This is all going to happen again next year? <sighs> we're just keep pushing it down and down until eventually this is just going to be like, the kid hasn't played any football and he's going to stink. Like in today's NFL, you have got to play. Gone are the times of the Aaron Rodgers sitting behind Brett Favre. I don't see that happening anymore. And if you have Trey Lance, you got to play him. 
And if Brock Purdy's going to be out, you got to play him. Fighting through uh, allergies, by the way, seasonal. It's a horrible time with all this wind and rain, and it's all getting swept up. Fighting through adversity. This is my flu game, folks, if you're just joining me and watching on YouTube. This is my flu game. The seasonal allergies are coming to get you. It's tough, but I'm fighting through it. Got my nasal spray. We're fighting. Fighting for my life. Shout out Mark Jackson. We'll get through there. Okay, so we have our NFC quarterbacks as of right now. We listed them. Derek Carr, Matt Stafford, Kirk Cousins, Jalen Hurts, Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, okay, Daniel Jones, expected another name that you're going to expect to hear, and I think he's going to get a payday, a fat one, and it might just be from circumstance, what he just did to a horrible, horrible defense, but it was in the playoffs against the Minnesota Vikings, and he showed out, and then got absolutely popped against the Philadelphia Eagles, but... Ian Rappaport, who joins the Pat McAfee show, seems weekly. At least I think it is it weekly. Let me know. I think it's weekly. But he was talking to teams and rap sheets more plugged in than anyone else other than Adam Schefter. And Jimmy Garoppolo, that's a name I haven't really mentioned, but what's he going to do? Could he be a guy that takes over Derek Carr's old team in the Las Vegas Raiders? Well, here's what rap sheet had to say. The Raiders and Garoppolo make some sense. Uh, if the Jets don't get... Rodgers, that makes some sense too. Panthers also make, like, Garoppolo is in a really good spot. I think he's going to have several offers. The money will will be enough to where it's certainly more than respectable, but, like, he's a good, solid starter. Um, and for the Jets, like, if he's just, let's say he's the 16th best quarterback, 16th to 20th in the NFL, to me that makes the Jets a playoff contender based on what they have around them. Yes, I would agree with that. I think Jimmy Garoppolo would actually be a great option for the New York Jets. But again, what was the Jets' problem last year? Not only was it Zach Wilson, none of those guys could stay healthy. And what's the knock on Jimmy Garoppolo? And the reason why he's not the 49ers quarterback anymore? And the reason why they got Trey Lance and drafted Brock Purdy last year? Health. I mean, it comes down to health and availability. And as much as we want to, you know, compare... Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo, and we've done it for the past five years, and looks like that conversation may finally be over until I saw Bonte Hill yesterday tweet out the question. It's just like, oh, God, here we go. Who would you rather quarterback your team, your favorite team? And I think Jimmy Garoppolo's leading 53% to Derek Carr's 47%. I get it. Skewed. He's a 49ers fan. He's got a lot of 49ers fans following him. The one key difference in why Derek Carr is going to be getting paid more and why GMs will value Jimmy Garoppolo more than the average fan would is because he stays healthy. That's what it comes down to. And sure, if you want to nitpick all that stuff, who do I think is tougher in the pocket? I do think it's Jimmy Garoppolo over Derek Carr. Who do I think is unfazed more by the pressure? Jimmy Garoppolo. Do they make both make bone and soul-crushing mistakes? Yes. Derek Carr, though, I've seen with a horrible defense orchestrate many a comeback. I think he has more comebacks than Joe Montana, fourth quarter comebacks than Joe Montana in his career, which is nuts. And since he's joined the league, I think he's only second to Matt Stafford with fourth quarter comebacks. So the guy can win games, and he has been clutch. And at times, Jimmy Garoppolo has been clutch. But what I've seen in the playoffs? No, 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 no. I think I just saw Brock Purdy in two freaking games just obliterate Jimmy Garoppolo's stats in which he's been in the playoffs and two long playoff runs with the 49ers. Brock Purdy just shattered all those in one year, in two games. 
So say what you will, tomato, tomato, Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr, you get what you get with them. Long story short, I don't think you're winning a Super Bowl with either one of those guys, and that is why the 49ers and Raiders are both moving off of them. That's the rat on the table. Shout out Daryl the Guru Johnson. So we'll see what happens to Jimmy Garoppolo as it pertains to the New York Jets. I think that would be a good landing spot. I do think the Raiders would be a solid landing spot for him. The price has to be right, though. The price would have to be right. If I'm a Raider fan, and you know I am, I would rather roll with Jarrett Stidham on a cheaper contract to see what he has and see his unknown. I saw what he was able to do against a top 49ers defense last year, and he shredded them. I'd like to see more of that. Obviously, you're still drafting a quarterback. Ultimately, you'd like him to start from day one, but you would like Jarrett Stidham, a Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, if Jimmy's the right price. But I think if you're Jimmy Garoppolo, your market's like, listen, I can get paid starter money from the Jets. I'm doing that. Again, you heard from Rap Sheep. That's all going to fall on whether or not Aaron Rodgers decides to return to Green Bay or not. And boy, does Aaron Rodgers love all this talk. Every single year, it seems like he just relishes in the fact that he's got the media talking about him. And we're going to see what happens there. So a lot to go down in this last week and this coming week before NFL free agency. And it's exciting. I think this is one of the more underrated parts of the NFL year is NFL free agency. And it's like Christmas. When your team has a lot of cap space, and the 49ers, I think, are going to have a decent amount of it, you're going to want to look at some of these names and be like, man, can we go out and get a guy like a Frank Clark who's third all-time in postseason sacks? Man, can you imagine him near Nick Bosa, who, let's be honest, hasn't had the greatest postseasons with the 49ers. He's kind of got lost a little bit. Looking at that NFC Championship, I'm looking at that Dallas Cowboys game and didn't really hear his name called much. Frank Clark, Leonard Floyd, another guy, Bud Dupree. Or are you thinking about the offense? Again, we mentioned that yet, uh, earlier. And Bontan Shafts here all on it earlier. Derrick Henry? Go after a guy like that and just even put your offense more over, over the top than it already is. And a guy in Christian McCaffrey has been knocked throughout his career, but as being the lead back and getting hurt, well, how about you get a guy like Derrick Henry? Split the load. Make defenses just fear you that much more if you're Kyle Shanahan. 888-957-9570, El Guero, good morning to you. Got you on YouTube as he rolls out to the Bay for work. Appreciate you. Good morning, EJ, on the YouTube chat. Appreciate you. Hamza Raja, continuing to argue with me on the YouTube chat. Even if you make it to the Super Bowl, you are not beating Josh Allen, Mahomes, or Burrow. Okay. Well, you have to get there first. Right? I don't think a lot of people had Matt Stafford coming back and immediately winning with the Los Angeles Rams. I thought he was going to be good. I didn't see him going to the Super Bowl. And who do you have to beat? He had to beat Joe Burrow. So you got to play who you play. Patrick Mahomes, yes. He's an all-time player. I believe he is the third greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL right now. Already in his young career. He's a hell of a quarterback. Josh Allen, can he get to an AFC championship first, Hamza? Can we can we do that first for Josh Allen before we crown this guy? Can he do that? Because I hear a lot of hype around Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. And the only guys I'm seeing balloting out in the AFC Championship games and going to Super Bowls is Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. So can they get there first before we start crowning guys like that? And if you're the 49ers, you're not looking at the AFC. 
You worry about the NFC, and whatever happens in the AFC happens. But you have to worry about getting to the freaking Super Bowl again. And if you get there, yeah, I still like my chances even against a Patrick Mahomes. Even against him. Because you still have one of the greatest defenses in the league. I'm not saying you're going to beat him. I give you a chance. Hell, you're up double digits against him in the fourth quarter in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you lost. But he can be beaten. We saw that with Tampa Bay. We saw he could be he could be beaten. Brandon Cadiz on the YouTube chat. I really want to make a joke about nuts and D's, but I won't do it to you, Brandon. Would Derrick Henry and CMC be the best running back backfield of all time? Man. I mean, your mind immediately goes to what? Marcus Allen and Bo Jackson, right? Marcus Allen, a Hall of Famer. Derrick Henry, you'd say, is already a Hall of Famer. Christian McCaffrey on his way to becoming one if he can stay healthy. He's still young enough to, I think, he can get in. But then you look at Bo Jackson, and he was a flash in the pan, but he had one of the greatest flash in the pans we've seen in the history of sports, right? Just as an athlete is concerned. But they would be up there, absolutely. Trying to think of some other tandems, and let me know if you have any on 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570, mobile text line, but be a hell of a tandem. Be a hell of a tandem. James on YouTube chat, we're talking NFL free agency as it pertains to the 49ers. That's coming up in a week. Trade Debo for an offensive lineman. Whew. Seen a lot, a lot more of Trey Debo Samuel. <sighs> I get where you're coming from because of the emergence of Brandon Ayuk, because you have George Kittle, because you have Christian McCaffrey now out of the backfield. Maybe you feel that you know what? Maybe let's shore up this offensive line. Maybe we can get a guy to replace Mike McGlinchey and really have a one-two punch with Trent Williams and someone else as a right tackle. I get that. But Debo Samuel with the ball in his hands is so freaking special. And they don't make guys like that. They just don't. Guys aren't built like Debo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Right after the catch, they're not built like he's built. And I get it. The best ability is availability, and there are injury concerns with him. Hell, there's injury concerns with George Kittle as well. For banking on his health, that's fool's gold too. And quite honestly, for banking on anyone with health on the San Francisco 49ers, outside of maybe Trent Williams, you're, you're fooling yourself. You're fooling yourself. And even Trent, you saw that just prior to last season. He was playing compromise in the NFC Championship game against the Los Angeles Rams. So, it's a fool's gold, fool's errand to hope for health or any of these guys like a Debo Samuel. But I understand where you're coming from. I understand where you're coming from. Good morning, Morali, on the chat. 
Jesse Bates, he wants. He's at the DB for the Cincinnati Bengals, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Shore up that secondary, which, again, still cause for concern. Right? As, as sold as you are on that defensive line and that linebacking core for the San Francisco 49ers, that secondary, uh, at times, it seems like it's leaking oil. And to the point of my guy Hamza on the YouTube chat, who wants to bury the 49ers, when you do play teams in the in the NFC Championship and in the Super Bowl, you're going to be exploited in that secondary more often than not. So, yes, that would not be the worst thing in the world to shore up that secondary, whether it's safety, whether it's cornerback depth. 888 We're going to take a quick break. Come on back. More news on John Moran, and it's not good, and it could mean an indefinite, and it has meant an indefinite suspension, and it could mean he's gone for the rest of the season. More on that coming up on the other side. This is the pregame show, Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Man, it is like a jungle sometimes on the pregame show. Joe Spadoni, welcoming everybody. Just getting off work, getting on work, getting ready for work. We're doing everything, school, traveling. Download that Odyssey app, favorite 95.7 The Game. Follow us. You can follow anything you like. Not just sports, because we don't touch just sports here on the pregame show. We talk pop culture, right? Shows you're watching. Politics, and eh, try to stay away from politics. But all that stuff, you can find it right on the Odyssey app. Just download that, baby. Download that. And if you don't want to just listen to us, you want to see this beautiful face here at 5 a.m. Monday through Friday, go on YouTube, search 957 The Game, like, subscribe, join the chat, hit me up. I Listen, these guys know my guy Hamza, James, Brandon, Oaktown's Finest. Big Sneaky, Morali, all my guys. Ernie, EJ. I'll read your comments. I'm saying all those other hosts won't, but I for sure will read those comments. 888-957-957. 888-957-9570, rather. If you'd like to get involved via the Xfinity mobile text line, if you can't watch and you just want to chime in that way, I will read those as well. We've been talking 49ers... NFL offseason landscape as it's going to be the new league year, if you will. The NFL free agency starting next week. Cannot wait for that. And we've just been getting ready. All the different stuff going on. Derek Carr to the Saints. Geno Smith re-signs to the Seahawks. Calvin Ridley reinstated. Jacobs Pollard. They're tagged. Guys that are expected to be released. Frank Clark, Leonard Floyd, Eric Kendricks, Bud Dupree. So we've been getting into all of that. And let me know at 888-957-9570. And on the YouTube chat, who would you like to see on the 49ers or hell? Who would you like to see on your favorite team? doesn't have to be the 49ers. Whoever you like. Whoever you like. But... We are here in San Francisco, so we like to cater to that 49er community. And we were talking and comparing Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Bonta Hill, host of the Morning Row, still be on with Joe Shasky in about 30 minutes. He put out a poll there talking about who would your favorite team, who would you rather have quarterback your favorite team, and Jimmy Garoppolo between Derek Carr. And how about neither? How about no, Scott? God. It's just too much to... 
I want my team to win a Super Bowl. All right. I want my team to win a freaking Super Bowl. So, no, I would not like either of those guys, but I think Jimmy Garoppolo, last checked, is winning. I said my piece about Derek Carr, about Jimmy Garoppolo. Listen, both very similar in their skill sets. Some do some things good, some, things, uh, some of them do some things bad. Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, is tougher than Derek, but he's also more injury prone at the same time. I think Jimmy makes boneheaded mistakes. I think Derek makes boneheaded mistakes. I think Derek gives up on plays way too easily. Jimmy can extend a little bit, but then he throws right into double and triple coverage. Gets intercepted. So, pick your poison there. I think Derek's a little more athletic, has a bigger arm. I think the market is showing you that they value Derek Carr more than Jimmy Garoppolo. And they will show that. And I'll trust the GMs who know more about football than I do when it comes to that stuff when it comes to contracts. 888-957-9570. We'll get back into the NFL, but just want to touch on this. We talked a little bit about the John Morant. And he had a two-game suspension with his own team, and now the league is getting involved, and it looks like it'll be an indefinite suspension for John Morant. And uh, this is all pertaining to a video that surfaced over the weekend, and it was John Morant at a strip club in Colorado flashing a gun. looked like a gun. looked like a handgun, and he is suspended. And the league is investigating it. And not just the league. And this is what should be concerning for John Morant. Colorado police are investigating John Morant after that IG Live video. So, I don't know what the gun laws are, but Colorado is an open carry state. So, if John Morant legally owned that, maybe, but... You're walking a slippery slope if you're taking that firearm from one state to another not registering it, not doing all the paperwork you need to. It is illegal in Colorado. I'm looking at an article right now on ESPN. It is illegal in Colorado to possess a firearm while under the influence of alcohol. He was at a club. Don't know if there's any way to prove that after the fact. Colorado is an open carry state, although there is exceptions to the law, including the carrying of a firearm on federal property. I know there's a lot to be doing. It was a Denver County he was in. Their gun laws are a little stricter. So there is an awful lot to parse if you're Adam Silver in the NBA in regards to John Morant. And I'll just say this. Of course we hope the best for John Morant's mental health. I heard a lot about that yesterday. But can we just not be stupid here? Like, how stupid do you have to be to have a gun in a nightclub waving it around? Have we not learned from uh, Plaxico Burris people? Have we not learned... From him? What are we doing? In today's day and age, with all the freaking gun violence, and I'm not going on a tan- gun violence tangent about right to bear arms, all that sort of stuff. And I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying how stupid do you have to be to have a handgun waving it around with your finger seemingly on the trigger waving it around place in public? let alone in public, shared it to the whole freaking world on social media. How dumb do you have to be? Who I don't know who was in Jaws Corner, but man, he needs to get some new friends. He might need to get some new family to put the rat on the table if his dad's not checking him about that too. He's not being a father at that point. You don't need a friend right now. You don't need a yes man. You need a no man. 
no, what the hell are you doing kind of a man. You know what? I'm blessed. My best friend, you know, me and him, we had some questionable decisions growing up, but I felt like I could always tell him whether I thought an idea was stupid. And yeah, he got me into trouble, which was good for me because I was kind of a nerd. I was kind of a square. But you know what? When you get older and you want to start a family and he has a kid, it's okay to be a square. It's okay to not want that life and be a part of that life and that bad lifestyle. It's okay to not want to cater to that community. I don't think you think it's cool waving around, having all that money, being at strip clubs, all that sort of stuff. I'm not dogging on strip clubs and do what you got to do. I'm not hating on any of that. Shout out to strip clubs. Shout out Bonte Hill. Morning roast. But waving the gun around. God. Maybe he needs to get suspended indefinitely for him to finally learn that this is stupid. Maybe he needs to be out for the rest of this year. Maybe that's what it's going to have to take. And for, you know what? Some people, and you, hate to, and you hate to see it, whether it's what John Morant's going through, whether it's addicts, whether it's someone that's down on their luck, sometimes it does take rock bottom, going to jail, getting suspended, to finally learn your lesson. I hope that's not the case for Jaw. I don't wish jail time on anyone, unless they deserve it. Jaw didn't hurt anyone, seemingly. At this nightclub, he didn't shoot. So, I'm hoping for the best for this kid. I really am. Because there's far too many athletes and far too many stories about young guys with lots of money making poor decisions. And it not only costs them their life, it costs someone else their life. And it's just a very slippery slope. So, I just want to get the latest on that, as the NBA has indefinitely suspended John Morant. And Colorado police are investigating John Morant, after that Instagram live video that was taking place again in Colorado. 888-957-9570. Let's get back into the NFL free agency. I saw on the YouTube chat, Big Sneaky did not feel confident in Trey Lance at all heading into next season. Hasn't showed anything that gives him confidence or excitement in Trey. Our window is closing fast regards to 49ers. Need a quarterback that will get the job done that is interesting i am going to ask that to joe shasky on the other side for the cross jover 888-957-9570 888-957-9570 if you would like to get involved the cross jover is next joe shasky joins me for the morning roast right here pregame show joe spadoni 95.7 the game back to the pregame show on 95.7 the game Welcome back. Pre-game show. Joe Spadone, 957 The Game. Crossed you over here in a minute. Want to clean up something I am seeing on the YouTube chat. Uh, Gigi on the YouTube chat saying, suspended indefinitely in regards to John Morant. Well, he's benched indefinitely currently on the, per Taylor Jenkins, head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. So benched indefinitely. Sorry if I said suspended indefinitely. This, semantics. But I don't think he's playing anytime soon as Joe Shasky joins me now. I know I've been talking to John Morant. We kind of have jaw fatigue with this whole thing. Colorado police investigating that. Could be potentially big news. We shall see as the NBA also getting involved. Uh, Joe, you made me mad just now. You brought up a guy's name that I hate and John Fisher in the Oakland A's. Why'd you do that? 
Because Why'd you have to piss me off at 5.45 in the morning here? I saw a picture. I'm wearing my green and gold right now, too. saw a picture of him at a Kings game Ugh. with uh, Vivek. Vivek. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. Am I pronouncing it wrong? Is yeah, it Vivek, Vivek Ranadive, right? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, no, and I just saw a picture of him. And, and then David Sampson, who run used to run the Marlins, went to Vegas. And he thinks that it's not a great business proposition, but it's inevitable that they're going to go to Vegas. And I just, I don't know. I, I was thinking about the A's and everything, and... I don't know. Yeah. I, who it's, knows, it's man? A, it's a cluster F. I just want some clarity. At this point, just give me, like, tell me one way or the other. Rip the Band-Aid off, right? Feels like my 49er quarterback and, situation. And I was about to say, that, and it goes to Trey Lance. And Michael Silver of the San Francisco Chronicle, R95.7 The Game, 49ers Insider, he wrote an article, uh, John Lynch at the Combine, all that sort of stuff. Long story short, a lot of people took from this article that Trey Lance might be the quote-unquote last resort for the 49ers this upcoming season. I don't know if that's the case. Maybe we're just reading into too much. But it felt like a lot of people felt that if they bring in a veteran like a Mariota, like hell, if Tannehill, as Loney likes to call him, Tannehill, not Ryan Tannehill, but if he likes to, if they move off of him, another guy, it feels like they could have a legit shot at starting. And we're going to wait to see with Brock Purdy, his surgery set for Friday. I would think he's not going to be ready at the start of the season. So it would be Trey Lance and a veteran. Now, a lot of 49ers fans, and I would feel like, you gave up all this draft capital. What the hell are you doing? Like, And we're, we're getting into the Brady business again, and they're floating that name around at the Combine, too? Tom Brady? We love cockroaches. Like, And I actually believe Josh McDaniels, and he was talking about it, he was close to Tom Brady, he was offensive coordinator. He believes he's done. And the Raiders, more than any other team, I think we're in on Tom more than any other team. Like, we want this freaking guy. Maybe the Dolphins were into, but I believe that Tom is done. And it's just, we keep pushing back this Trey Lance project. Eventually, he's going to be, like you mentioned, a James Wiseman. And eventually, he's just going to move on. Like, 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 what are we doing? I'll tell you what we're doing. We are just crushing youngsters on teams that are ready to win. Just take a step back. Let me say, name me a team in sports that isn't trying to develop young people. San Francisco Giants? Okay. <laughs> Name me a business in America that's not trying to develop young people while also make as much profit as they possibly can. Boy. I can't, I'm blown away how many idiots get to talk into a microphone for a living and are like, we got to win now. Everything's got to be old. And, and, and we, we got to win now. Matt Ryan sucks. He's done. All right? Tannehill sucks. I've already seen Tannehill. He's a slightly bigger, maybe about similar athletic Alex Smith. I'm done with that. I don't want to see Jimmy Garoppolo anymore. I am so exhausted and fatigued by the 49ers and the quarterback situation. I can't believe I'm going to say this. For as amazing as some of these wins have been in the playoffs, there are days like today where I wake up and I go, I think I'd much rather be the Jacksonville Jaguars with a guy that I believe is the dude for the next five to ten years, and I don't have to question it. All I'm questioning is, is he good enough? Not... Uh, can we go to this guy? We go to that guy. We, go, we are playing quarterback roulette on an hourly basis, and it is fatiguing. And I get to hear from idiots go, well, the team has to win now, and we got to win now. And you did Hey, if you've ever run a business at any point, the number one most expensive thing in almost any business, training. Getting people up to speed who are working underneath you, okay? Every corporation in America bitches and complains about the amount of money they spend on training just to have a young uh, young employee leave them, all right? Yes, you're trying to win now, a.k.a. get as much maximized profit as possible. You're also trying to develop women. Are they not trying to develop the cornerback position? 
Are they not trying to find a young safety like Hufanga who can come through? Like, why are we treating the quarterback position like only a select few people can do it? If I said to you, the equivalent of Matt Ryan at safety would come in right now, most people would be like, that guy's cooked, wouldn't they? Yes. But because it's the quarterback position, we we identify these magical traits of loser Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is a loser. If your team is playing him, you're like, we're winning this game. He might have played in the worst game in the history of the NFL last year against the Denver Broncos. Do you remember that game? I think it was a Thursday nighter, and it was in Denver, and it went into overtime, and like no one can score a touchdown. You remember that game, Shasky? I do. In his own era, he's like the 25th best quarterback. Uh, I think I think you're selling a little short. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think Matt Ryan eventually ends of up. Of what? Up. I think he might Blowing end up. leads? You look up his numbers. Being stiff? He won Hollow the numbers. He won the MVP. He might eventually get in. It might be a senior committee, but I think he eventually might get into the NFL. Hall He's the Scott Mitchell of his own era. Okay. Big stiff threw for a bunch of hollow yards, <laughs> never won a damn thing. Okay. Fair. Not a leader, just a big white stiff. Matty Ice? Garbage. <laughs> I'm just calling it like I it's, see it. No, it's, it's a good point. And it's actually oh, but, he, but he knows, but Spadoni, no. he knows the system. No. So when he airmails a guy on a five-yard out, at least he knew the play. No, no, no. I understand where you're coming from. And it's actually interesting now that we see Derek Carr move on to the New Orleans Saints. He signs a four-year, $150 million deal. A lot of Raider fans, like, Derek Carr was the guy for a long time. And at least he didn't really have to worry about the quarterback position, to your point. Because you knew he'd be at least be... Top 15. He'd be top 15 yes. at the very least. Yes. And you know what? There is something to be said for that. The Raiders, they are going to uncharted waters. They may be crappy at the quarterback position yes. for the next five years. You never know. And he might look back and you know what? I miss Derek Carr. That could be a possibility. But at the same time, give me the high upside. I'm in a freaking division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. I need the next Anthony Richardson if he ends up being one of those guys, right? I need the next CJ Stroud. Oh, wait, but, I, no, but, but, but Anthony Richardson, you, we have to win now. There's no time to develop him. Don't care. If I know that that guy's <laughs> my guy, the, like if I see the, the flashes this year and they go, let's say the Raiders go 8-9 and nine and they just missed out on the playoffs, but Anthony Richardson showed you enough flashes where it's like, oh man, I think this is the guy for the future. I think this is the guy for the future. I'm fine with that as a fan. Like, and I know that would be hard for 49er fans to swallow. Like, if let's say, what could Trey Lance do this year, Shasky, that would make Niner fans shut up that he's the guy for the next year? Does he have to just make the playoffs and go all the way? I don't like, know. No, but, I, but I'm asking I, you. I know, I know. Like, I, like I, if let's say Trey Lance is the guy from week one, what does he have to do to, to make 49er fans trust him? Can he do anything? Because right now, Brock Purdy's a god. He's undefeated. Yes. Like, he's like, oh, no one beat him. Oh, he only reason he lost is because he broke his arm. What can Trey Lance do? Well, if, I if, think he's screwed no matter what. If Brock Purdy was out for the whole year and Trey Lance did win the Super Bowl, there would be a segment of fans that would be like, you don't lose your job to injury. Like, let's just... NFL fans are toxic. Niner fans, when oh. it comes to the quarterback, oh. might be the most toxic thing on the planet. I mean... It's it's literally my only kryptonite. And like I I'm saw the th- worst toxicity when Bonte Hill put out a poll, not to cut you off, about yeah. who would you rather have, Jimmy Garoppolo or Derek Carr. I saw the worst of the Raiders and Niners in that chat right there. Go ahead. No, it's just it's <laughs> just insane. Like another side of me, like I'm probably the biggest Brady fan at the station, right? When you say uh, me and you, yeah, we're on the TB12 method actually, and I've been I've been calling for him forever. I've come around on this one, and and maybe I'm wrong. I'd be love love to hear from Niner fans. Let's say you did bring in Tom Brady. Isn't it kind of cheapen it a little? Yeah. 
Uh, I'm not saying that you don't want to win. Of course you want to win a Super Bowl. Uh, it seems like you're, again, pushing back the inevitable. Because if you lose this year, Tom Brady, you're, you're back with swear No, but I mean, like, I want to win a Super Bowl so bad. There's something organic. Like, when oh, the Warriors like, won their like Super Bowl. Like a hired gun kind of thing? Like, he feels yeah. like that? Okay. Yeah, like, it just, I don't know, like... There is something to when the Lakers won, and I'm a, as you all as you all know, I'm a Laker fan. There was something about the the Kobe winning a championship over the bubble year with LeBron and AD. There is something different about that. Like there's just, and, and it's going to be the same with the Warriors when it's felt different. Am with I Kate. wrong? No. What did it feel different with the, just the core three winning last year as opposed to the Kevin Durant year? There was a different feel to it for for a lot of people. Yes, there was, there I was. and yeah. I loved the KD yes, years, but it was different. I not agree. that you say you didn't love. Like yeah, yeah I'm not saying I didn't. Love yeah, them. exactly. But it would feel different than if you had a Trey Lance or a Brock Purdy or your own guy or winning. Jimmy, it all. yeah, or someone, yes. yeah, anyone. Like there is an element of, and I'm not. And I love Brady, but there's an element of like. I've got such Brady fatigue at this point that I don't know, man. I, I feel like it kind of diminishes it. Excuse me, done. anyway. I think he's done. So I'm kind of over. Like I'm, and again, I'm the biggest Brady fan. I'm just so over the whole quarterback thing. I'm exhausted. Like, aren't Niner fans exhausted screaming in comment sections about which quarterback they prefer when they're all much closer than you, than we want to admit? Like we're acting like Brock is Superman and. <laughs> And Trey Lance is just some bum selling newspapers in the even, in the world. We don't even know what he is. This guy could be Green Lantern if you want to go Justice League. He could be Batman. We don't know what Trey Lance is yet. I have no idea. I have no idea. But I do want to see it. Absolutely. And you guys are going to ask uh, the great Matt Barrows, who's going to join you at 8.30. He had the uh, latest update. Uh, this was yesterday per source. Uh, the visit, the Brock Purdy's visit with Dr. Keith Meister in Arizona last week went well, and he remains on track to have elbow surgery. It's going to be this Friday in the Dallas area. So Matt Barrows, he's going to join you guys at 830. Can't wait for that. But going back to Brock Purdy, this kind of feels like he's, uh, I don't want to say he's going to be out for the year definitively, but if he truly is your guy, I don't see him starting the first six games. What's the rush? It's his arm. Yes, it's his money maker. His elbow. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't get what the rush is like that. So, like that's the part where I find the disconnect. You believe that Brock is the man, right? If this were, if this were Trevor Lawrence, if this were Joe Burrow, and you knew that this was your dude for the next five to ten years, right? Because most things, ten-year quarterbacks are very hard to come by. Why are you worried about five or six games in 2022, 2023? Even if it is all 17 games next year, right? Aren't you worried about the totality of a young man's career? If you really believe they're that dude. Yes. Okay. We have seen this organization firsthand has seen when you rush a quarterback back, Alex Smith, you can ruin his confidence and his physical shoulder for years. Yes. Years. And the last thing that you would want to do if you're Brock Purdy or the 49ers. Rush this guy back. He goes back out there and he sustains another setback. And your elbow isn't going to get stronger. Like that's not like a thing that's just going to get better. Like it is what it is at that point. When you start cleaning it out and doing all that, we've seen it too many times and I know it's a different sport. We've seen it all the time in baseball. The velocity just never comes back. And for a guy, and I've said it all offseason, for a guy that's already limited with his arm strength, anything even slightly diminished after that, it's going to show up when you're throwing to secondaries, mm-hmm. when you're throwing against the middle of the field, linebackers, they're going to be eyeing you that whole time. And yes, there are going to be adjustments made on Brock Purdy. Uh, don't get it twisted. From the uh, Xfinity Mobile text line, real quick, I just want to get this in. What 49er fans, I think this entry from the 925, what 49er fans are having a hard time believing is that the Super Bowl window is closing. I would say that for they, every team in the they, NFL, not in They Kansas have two City. to three years left. 
at best, which is great. If at best, that's kidding. Are you kidding me? Two to three years? That, that would be that amazing. That would mean they had like a six-year yeah, window, yeah, which is unprecedented. That would be huge. But I do, to that 925's point, I think there is a lot of sense of panic. Pressure. Right, and pressure. This uh, For this team more than any other, because let's face it, the Eagles, they have their guy in Jalen Hurts. Chiefs, they have Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. All these other quarterbacks. Everyone else, they have their quarterbacks. It feels like the 49ers have every single thing else but that quarterback. And it's just very frustrating. And I can see it on your face right now, Shasky. Like, this might be the most frustrating thing for a sports fan to deal with. Well, we're so close, yet we feel so far away. That's it. And the thing with the quarterback thing is that it's just exhausting. I'm exhausted by it. I don't know who, like, who else. Like, I'm exhausted by it. And if you believe in Shanahan, this is the part where I, I find the disconnect as well. I believe in Shanahan and Lynch. I don't think they're the greatest at the quarterback position. Every other position, boy, they sure seem to do a good job, <laughs> right? Yeah. So if you believe that, even if their their roster is aging, I feel like they can replenish it. I believe that much in Shanahan and and John Lynch. They can replenish it. Will they be a year in year out Super Bowl contender? No. Things can happen. They might take a dip down for a couple years. They're not going two and fifteen. Like, this is not going to happen with Shanahan. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just not. Even when they stunk, okay, 2020, they still won six, seven games, and they were in six of the ones they lost where they should have won them. They really only got boat raced in the Miami game and one other game. Yep. That's Joe Shasky. He's joining Bonte Hill next. CJ Holmes, Warriors writer for the San Francisco Chronicle. He'll join them at 8 o'clock. Again, Matt Barrows covers the 49ers better than anyone else. 8.30. Morning Rose coming up next. This was the pregame show. Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.